I think he was 41. I could I could either look up an athlete with the number 40 or what number James uh, Stackhouse was. I think he was 42. 42. That, yeah, that for that, Who that was rings a bell. Right? Michael Finley like, wore four. If only he wore 40. <laughs> Gilbert Arenas wore zero. So. Agent zero. Best Agent zero. athlete. I, I want to say Shane Reynolds, but I just know that's wrong. Carlos, do you have number three? Yeah, I do. Have okay. Number, I have number two. That's crazy. Yeah, oh, I got number three. Is that the Are worst we live? one? Oh, yeah, we're live. Hey, well, I guess I won't look it up then. I mean, you might as well. But uh, I already closed it. <laughs> I'm about to find it because I want to know. There you oh, go. Cool. Jerry Stackhouse's so, number. Uh, last or? night, no, last night we were at uh, Jen and Friends. Yes, sir. Was live, very nice uh, concert thrown by Jen and Friends, the winners group. <laughs> um, everybody came with energy, bro. I fucking love that. Oh yeah, for I, sure. Uh, and, like. That, that's one thing I can always respect is if you go out there and like you do your part to get everybody hyped up. Yeah. So about Blaze, that dude Blaze, he killed it. Yes, he did. There was a lot of people killing it. Yeah. Uh, and then also, um, I don't know how well that. Uh, this is just for our, our listeners. I don't know how well that podcast is gonna come out. Yeah. Because we were doing it during a concert. Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp. There you this go. Is the Sean <laughs> Kemp episode. The Sean Kemp episode. <laughs> I fuck with that. Oh, but what man. number was Jerry Stackhouse? Oh, it was. He was number forty-two, bro. <laughs> so the I'll bet a hundred dollars on it. So oh, the most mid. the most current one would have been Harrison Barnes, like the most millennial mm. one. But I like Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp's we much better. Stay with Sean Kemp. Episode. He was a monster, right? Was yeah. he? Was Sean Kemp here? a monster? Shit, bro, this is just this another is, thing we have to look up. too much we have to look up. <laughs> this is why apparently Richard was vital to this operation. Hardly. Don't let him, yeah. don't let him ever hear me say Anyways, that. Anyways, uh, real quick, the Astros have been killing it. Yes. We put a licking on the fucking twins. How much? How many runs did you say? 40 runs in three days. Jesus Christ. And I feel like 20 of those runs came in the eighth inning. Yeah, for a, sure. A few different for games. For fucking sure. Yeah, uh, that shit's just nice to see. Mm-hmm. I, again, I'm not going to name names because we, we, we curse athletes. We uh, didn't single-handedly, but we definitely helped in Brian Cushing being hurt <laughs> uh, just by talking about how well he was playing. True. Um, and, yeah. Some base gun shit. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. very much so. Today I had to tell someone that KD only went to the, uh, to the Warriors not to pursue a ring, but just to lift the curse. And I think that's kind of weak on the base god. Hopefully he never hears this because he'll curse me. <laughs> I think that's kind of weak on him to just lift it because now he's on your team. Like, I mean, if he thought he was a bitch, then he's a bitch. <laughs> it doesn't change who he plays for. I'm sure he still didn't play one-on-one or a game of 21, you know? Is that what happened? He lifted it 
after he went to the uh, like almost directly after mm-hmm. and then went on ESPN first take with a dress and continued to curse James Harden which I still believe is real it is, because bad. it is real for the most part for the most part speaking of James Harden the Wayback video came out from Travis Scott oh yeah and like the entire first half of the video is James Harden what's he doing playing himself in one on one Oh, nice. Yeah. That's really. that's not easy to do. So if anything, we just need him to play a little B. That's probably what happened at the game game that, six. He was focused on that way back <laughs> he was like, Man, I really want to beat the Spurs right now with no Kawhi and no Tony Parker, but fuck Travis Scott need me to go shoot this video. <laughs> and it's pretty much an Adidas <laughs> commercial, like Oh yeah. Yeah, it's he plays himself and no one plays defense. So it's just a score after score, hoping for misses. Right. <laughs> and based on, um, I was gonna say based on what I saw in the video, the game ends at a one zero advantage James Harden. Yeah. Yeah. The other one never really scores, he just dribbles. This is like the whole uh whose fault is it or who's uh, to blame, who's right. their man's. But before the, we get started, we okay. gotta introduce Kev, bro. Kev's just sitting here. Sorry. Looking up comedian. Very like offhand information for our benefit. I thought we was talking. Who was it? I athlete that was number Yeah, because we do the video, but sometimes people listen on the SoundClouds and okay. on the uh, True. Whatchamacallit? Like thirty five people. A forty probably with iTunes and Yo, 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 it's Kevin Iso. Hailing from the city of Houston, Texas, living in New York, doing comedy, and uh, being sober but sounding high. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it should be like the name of your uh, your comedy album. Sober, being uh, sound sound sober sounding high. Sober sound high. <laughs> Why? What were you about to say, though? You're about, you're about uh, <laughs> the phrase, whose man's is this? Oh, yeah, that's right. Right. Who is being at more of blame there? Whose? Like, or man's? It's like, more insulting to the dude if he there. Like, if Carlos, if I'm talking about Carlos to you, I'm like, yeah. yo, whose man's is this? It's more disrespectful. It's more disrespectful to him because he's like, damn, he don't even want to address me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that's he's talking fair. to somebody else. And then if you, you got to say like, yo, that's my boy. He cool. <laughs> Whatever you at least get, you know that privilege, but it's more disrespectful. <laughs> okay. See, that's what I said originally. We see it as a fifty. I, I think it could be fifty fifty. Because split. no, because if nobody claims you, <laughs> true, then you're no one's man. Nobody's man. But if you are someone's man, you at least who's, who's more to blame? Who's or man's? Or it's like this, yo, who's man's is this? Oh, that's days. That makes sense. <laughs> Dave's always, always got some weird friends. <laughs> well, shit. Speaking of weird friends, let's get into it, bro. I love your uh, your sketch. Oh shit! I love your sketches, bro. Thanks, man. Do you write them all yourself? Carlos just. Carlos took a sip of a beer and it decided to explode on him like it was his first beer. It's like we drove around in the car with those on the way here or something. Just a little bit. Carlos's beer just busted a nut. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Bitch, I'm busting it. So do, do you write them yourself? I write them with Dan. Dan, okay. Yeah, Where'd you meet Dan from? In New York. We just met at a, at a mic. We was just clicking and I was like, yo, man, I want to make some shit. And um, we ended up, we tried to like the in 2014, I got there in 2013, so like the top year of 2014, we was like, man, let's just make stuff. Yeah. Like, whatever it is, if it's good, if it's bad, let's just make something. So mm-hmm. like for 17 weeks, every week we put something out. Yeah. Like we was just putting stuff out, putting stuff out. And then um, then we started wanting to like make it better. 
and then it just took longer to like, yeah put i out. noticed yeah, that a big hiatus a, in yeah between the two. it takes a long time to like <laughs> make them because we don't have any money and stuff so facts that's fair that's fair it's crazy how money so, helps things come about yeah so it, what was that first series called uh, it was moderately funny moderately funny yeah all those people were they comedians too or just like actors you pulled or what they were for the most part comics mm -hmm. yeah the um the one that did the best out of all of them was the projects one okay yeah I liked hugs and, uh, Oh, hugs. <laughs> hugs yeah. is fucking oh, yeah, funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always strange, man. I didn't even say one did better than the other because it's always somebody that likes yeah. a different one. Like, somebody's like, I like the trash man one. I was like, I fucking hate the trash man one. Like, they're like, no, it's really funny. Like, All right. Um, That's another thing, too. You don't really have haters, I've noticed, on YouTube. You have, like, a bunch of upvotes and no downvotes. That's because... They all are friends. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Shit. At least you got friends to go like and share your stuff. Yeah. In fact, easy. yeah. Friends it's not easy supporting to your shit is like having money to do shit with. It's yeah. very hard to come by. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. But uh, that that is great, too, because, hell, when we first started this uh, podcast, you know, we'd put our, our episodes up on Reddit and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Fucking immediately, like, downvoted. <laughs> like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, hate was yeah, fuck course. you. What do you... <laughs> of course. What do you have against this? <laughs> that was um one of the first episodes, the very first one we made. I put it on this website called Face Punch, and um, it was just a lot of hate. Like, there's just a bunch of... <laughs> Anything stick with you that you remember? The, um moderately funny that's over exaggerating like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was on, just man. some it was some holy shit i was like god damn the internet is ruthless but uh yeah i just kept making them i was just like whatever one time uh i posted this video it was uh it was like right after kobe jumped over that car you remember that back in the day he jumped over yeah, the car and yeah. he shoot. oh yeah we yeah did, like, yeah, a parody of yeah. That, and someone just left like a yeah. nasty ass comment i went to go see what videos they were making yeah and they were like air guitar on fucking uh whatchamacallit <laughs> like, rock tennis rackets oh. yeah i was just like you have the nerve to it's, come to my video <laughs> it's always somebody that hate their life to come into your life and be mm -hmm. like i want you to hate yourself they more than project me project their self-hate onto yours yeah like I finally found someone. Yeah, that, that's on. on my level. <laughs> <laughs> when you're really not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that'll you show you, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, so what took you from Houston to New York? Um, every, everything, everything, like <laughs> everything that you know, you don't want to. You, you know, I looked at the ceiling when I was in here in Houston, and there's like a bunch of funny fucking dudes, but they don't. Like go, they weren't moving outside, yeah. and that that that, that could have just been like my impatience, and I'm just like, well, that motherfucker's funny as shit. Why is he still doing this? But that's just me being like so impatient and yeah. being like, you should do, you should already be doing this, that, and the third, you know. And um, I just said, nah. I was like, look at reading books about people that went to New York, like Dr. Seuss went up there. For some Ted Giesel, uh, Miles Davis went up there, and then of course the comics, you know, uh, Chappelle and everything yeah. is like yeah. they all moved up there, and there's all these interesting stories if you read people's biographies. Like, I went to New York, no money, and I just gonna make it happen. And I was like, well, if they could do it, you know, why not? So yeah, I feel that. I went up there, yeah, tried to do it. 
I feel like, uh, and this is my take, not being a comedian, but like listening to comedians talk about it is the best talk way about to get moderately ma- funny. And the best way to get material <laughs> is to live life, like to literally experience different yeah. shit every day. And like, yeah. there's a lot going on in Houston, but it's New York. Like, yeah. you're probably never gonna go a day without seeing some New York shit. Like, yeah, it is. It is wild. It's a um, sensory overload at times. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking crazy. How would you say that the landscape has changed, like, in Houston and the comedy scene since you last? We're here. They got the secret group now, yes. which is a great place. Yes, yeah. sir. I did a show with uh, Mark Norman was doing the show there last week. Oh shit! And he let me get on that, and I was just like floored. I was like, "Damn, this is Houston! Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, right. it's crazy." Yeah, it's, so. it's tough to get Houstonians like to come out and like be a part of shit. Yeah, so. but it was such a good look. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, they were they were in there enjoying themselves, and they were laughing at the right places, and there didn't need to be no like buffoonery <laughs> happening. Um, that spot, uh, um, a lot of places gone away. They used to do comedy at Warehouse Live, but I heard they stopped doing that. I don't know that they do anymore. The yeah. open mic nights, yeah, yeah, they stopped doing that. So, yeah, that's the room we were in last night for that concert. The uh, right, the old spot that they used to do. We got uh, we got tricked into doing stand up like mm-hmm. an open mic because, at Warehouse Live. <laughs> yeah, it was that same room they were doing the open mics and. Uh, it was April fucking fools, um, and we had drank jokes and on us, done some other mind altering things, and uh, believed them when they said that that what was mind altering things. Acid, Kev. Yeah. Since you're so Heroin. curious, <laughs> we really, so you were tripping. We really wanted a Mitch Hedberg effect. To you our were comedy. tripping in the fifth hour. <laughs> you were in the middle of the fifth hour, and, they, were and like, they brought you on stage. They were like, "Yeah, if you wanted to do it, now's the time because we're not gonna do it again." Were, were things changing shapes? Signed up? No. Oh yeah, yeah. Shit was changing. Nothing was changing my, for I can you. Handle my shit, yeah. No, Tons of shit was changing. Yeah, I was hardly at warehouse. People live thought it was performance art. Like, no, that guy's just high. You just got on stage and you thought you was in the middle of a safari. He also thought he killed it. No. Yeah, on the ride home, I had to be level just. No, I knew I sucked. (laughs) I think I ended up, I was like, man, I never thought this was easy, but I also definitely didn't think it was this hard. Gotta laugh, but yeah, it wasn't that, uh, that gratified. I was like, oh man, I should have just kept doing heroin. Yeah. (laughs) Chasing that high. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you sobered up real quick. (laughs) Right. Got off stage like, what happened? Yeah. (laughs) What is this feeling? <laughs> You're dead sober because you were funny. <laughs> Shit, it's over now. But hell, that's a, you speak on the secret group. Uh, uh, we had Gabe Bravo on a couple weeks ago. Okay, runs the show at Avant Garden. Yeah, and he said that you came at high recommendation from everyone he's heard of, and then he he said he he listened to you and he thought you were fucking hilarious. That's cool. So that's that's, cool. that's a little thumbs up from the secret group over there too. That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Secret group is a nice it's a nice ass room. So um, oh, go ahead. I was just, I just to praise them more is like I think it's a cool idea that they've actually got the comedy club in Houston and there's mm-hmm. a bar there so it's like there's a reason to be there every day anyway mm-hmm. but then they've got events going on outside at spots that you're already gonna find people and yeah. so I feel like that's good for the comedians in Houston because you find them in an environment that already works well like uh, yeah. avant garde or avant garden. And so it's like they already have that room upstairs. People are already gonna be there. It's in the middle of Westheimer. Right, right. And it's like they're just ready to be out there and have fun and give you some laughs. And yeah, so, man. Yeah. Like, like, Shouts out to them for like they they put themselves and they put the comedians that are gonna be there in the right position to succeed. It seems like so. It's nice to see that going on in Houston. True. <laughs> yeah. We need that. 
I like being here. I like being here. If I had if I had it, I would definitely come back like one week a month. Yeah. And just chilling. Just get out of New York's way and just kind of be back here. Because um, when I started, I was coming out here mm-hmm. a lot from school and stuff. So you come back home. And Would every time I went to school at Texas Lutheran okay. in, near San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you come back home and then it's just like, oh, yeah, we back in Houston. And it's just, it's just fun. It's funner. Mm-hmm. You know, feels different. Yeah. It, like, it, it's a, I don't know, it's like that being back at home experience where it's like it, you get to experience all the things that you loved about it. And then you kind of get to remove again. And then come yeah, back. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just get to say... Already <laughs> going down. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Like you just get to talk, man. like you, you know, man. What your boy is doing today? And then you go back to New York. Like, what the fuck? Are you it's like about? you gotta go back to New York. What's good, son? <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about, B? What you talking about right now? Oh, yeah. Did you have you developed a good New York accent? Yeah, but on accident. <laughs> it wasn't on purpose. I don't know. Like New York, they, they um. Once I was here, I always, like, I guess, I don't know, I guess I always had, like, an East Coast feel. Like, I'll go up there and people would be like, you don't even sound like you're from the South. And I'm just like, it's because I watch a lot of television growing up. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, or you listen to Nas so much that you just start <laughs> fucking t- talking a different way. But when I came home, the very first time I came home after I was in New York for, like, nine months, my friends was like, man, you look like you, you from New York for real, for real. Yeah. yeah so you came back with some Timberlands on. Didn't see there. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never owned a pair of Tims in my life. You know the lie, Payless right? don't sell Tims. <laughs> they, they sell Shaq's, though. <laughs> Shaq's uh, I just got, I got polo shoes. boots. <laughs> you said what? I got polo boots. There we go. The polo boots. Uh, what was the question? Uh, you pretty much answered it, right? Yeah. New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the New York accent? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bust it out? Yeah, yeah. New York accent is the same as the Houston accent. I'm lying. Uh, for those of y'all listening, he, he couldn't stop smiling as soon as he said that bullshit. <laughs> so, because you said you didn't, re- people didn't really perceive you as someone from the South, do you think that kind of helped you in New York doing comedy? or Because I, I would imagine that like some of your jokes probably didn't like transfer as well originally just because they're probably more down south oriented than um, they were on the east side but I could also be wrong I'm just spitballing you <laughs> um, when I first got up there I don't know like doing comedy down here you'll get a, a lot especially the black comedians down here you'll see them it's a lot of energy mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it's not It's not. sometimes it don't be so much the joke it just be like the energy that's coming with the comedian so you just laughing at a certain energy that's yeah. coming it's like it's a funny energy and you. the joke really be sometimes not all not everybody it's a lot of dudes that are nice but sometimes it's like dudes be like what the fuck this really ain't that funny but yeah. you just you just a goofy person yeah. or you come in with a certain confidence that I'm a, I'm a laugh at it even if you saying like dumb shit that I oh is Mexicans in here yeah. oh yo, I know y'all motherfuckers y'all cook a lot yeah. like what nigga <laughs> or just some 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 blatant off the wall truck Trump wall hack joke you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. it's just like whatever but so in New York that shit is is if you go in the black scene, you'll still get that energy. But when you go in like the mainstream scene, it's more so like you know, 
joke oriented. There's still dudes that come with the energy, like yeah. my boy Petey, uh, Sid, and uh, Christina and shit. But it's there's definitely like it's definitely like a more uh, a pen type thing. Cause I remember I first showed up with just like pure some pure shit. Cause there'd be people in the trains asking for money and stuff. Yeah. And I didn't that was the first time I had seen it and I was going to a mic and I was like, yo, this motherfucker's on the trains asking for money. <laughs> they was like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're gonna try to make this funny? <laughs> Bro I've been living in New York for thirty years. I came up I'm asking like, for money. Yo, y'all Should I take a girl home or some dude? Like, I have AIDS. Like, oh, you gonna get an AIDS speech tonight? Really? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, wait until I'm alone on my way to work to ruin my day, bro. Right. <laughs> you gonna come out here and CB me like this? So, did you, like, how many, how many shows would you say you did in New York before you kind of got, like, the hang of the crowd? I don't know. I still don't have the hang. You still don't think so? <laughs> no, no. I just do what I want. Yeah, I still don't. I don't know, man. I just try to. I just. I don't. I don't know. It's uh, you sit there and you watch the show, and you can kind of tell, like, okay, they aren't laughing at jokes. Mm-hmm. So you go up and you talk to them. Or okay. you sit there and they're laughing at jokes, and you're like, okay, let me go up and tell my jokes. Or even if they're not laughing at jokes. You still go up and tell your jokes just to see if your jokes is that good. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just yeah, yeah. yeah, just to be like, all right. So it's never, I don't really ever think I got the hang of anything. It's just like every situation is just different, you know, so. I feel that. Uh, how important do you, see, or do you see like crowd work being in comedy right now? Like just kind of going up there, not freestyling it, but like kind of when I first get saw one it. person involved and then. Yeah. My bad. What were you gonna say? No, when I first saw Big J, because I know you was talking about him and shit, yeah. I thought he was like Patrice incarnate, reincarnated. Yeah, I was I like, God you. damn, this motherfucker is hilarious. <laughs> like you're just watching him go up for 15 minutes straight, 20 yeah. minutes straight, and not tell one joke. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just be like he's just talking about fuckers, immaculate. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. I think I had to follow him one time at Stand Up New York. I had to follow him once, and I don't even remember how it went. But I don't think it went that bad. Cause I just kind of. I, you would remember if it like tanked, and then yeah, probably, yeah, you'd probably remember yeah, it too. If people were like, yeah, damn, you funnier than Big J. Nah, it wasn't that. <laughs> never that. Never that. I yeah. feel that. But um, crowd work is always. I mean, it is what you make it. It's always definitely a part of the show. I like talking to the audience. Yeah. Some. Um, but I'm not. I'm not the dude that's gonna go up and just like talk to y'all the whole time. Cause it's like I want to talk about my shit. I'm yeah. Like, coming up here to you know to do a thing just for y'all it's partly my yeah my mind too i no, i feel that i'm answering i uh, yeah. know we're both looking at the same fucking thing for if a I'm second answering your question <laughs> yeah you are now because it's like it seems like uh well on the big j note it seems like it's at least in his immediate group of friends it'll yeah. like whenever i hear them on podcasts like, one of them. that's the easy thing to make fun of him for is they're like you don't ever write jokes but then they're also like, but you do kill the crowd. He work. has jokes, though. Yeah. I've seen him do jokes, and he has great jokes. Yeah. And so it seems like it's he just... can draw good jokes out of that crowd work he yeah. does. And then it just seems like maybe it's not there for some people. But, Man, like. That guy is nice, dude. I've seen him do a show. It's how I was like, okay, this motherfucker is, like, really, really nice. He did a show for, they had this, um, this, this 
this guy passed away at um, one of the the clubs mm-hmm. in, in New York, and they had a show for him. Uh, he was a bouncer, and they had a show for him. Rest in peace, Shaq. Uh, All right. And and um, was it Big J a bouncer? Probably. And Big J got up to do the show, and the Village Underground, and this motherfucker just like. Rift on dude's name Cause I forget I don't remember What his real name was Cause we always called him Shaq But He just like Riffed on it And yeah. it was just like did, did, He was like With some white girls Like guess how you spell his name And it's like <laughs> She got like Three letters right And she was like wrong And like The girl The dude's mom was there And his yeah. family said They were dying bro Like That's it was great. just like It was just like Good energy now Kevin makes me want Nah they were coming in my eye I just wanted them to back off There's a bunch of flies in this dirty ass room There's one fly That they got me in It's a bunch of flies It's the Derek Lewis defense They got me trapped in here We had a UFC fighter on bro He's like fucking huge Like they got me trapped in here Like no bro You can take us Don't lie to these people He tried to make it seem like we had Like we were both just holding One of his wrists down Blowing weed smoke in his face Yeah Like Derek You could Fuck all of us up at once. You can't grab that man's wrist. You couldn't get it all the way around. The fuck? All these flies are coming from Carlos's under titty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, you brought those from home. Yeah, boy. They traveled away. We got certain (laughs) flies here. (laughs) (laughs) So, what would you say your writing process is like? Like when you sit down and write jokes? Uh, I don't really do that. Yeah, I'd more sit down and I'll sit down and try to write a sketch or a script. But like for my stage shit, it's more like it's more like an idea, and then from the idea, I'll try to like map out some beats, and then just try to like hopscotch do that shit. Yeah, until and it's and it's fucked up for a while, <laughs> and I get it right. Yeah, <laughs> every so often. <laughs> Shit, uh, I know that y'all got the uh, what you call it, Flatbush misdemeanor. Yeah. Yo, I love that shit. Yeah. Do y'all have any other episodes planned? What's the plan with that? Because y'all did kind of like a five part, one part episode. Right, right, right. What was the inspiration behind breaking it down like that? And do you have any other episodes planned out? Um, we're trying to we we're gonna get another one out, God willing, this summer. Yeah. We're trying to we shooting that shit and we have it written. We just need I need to get back into the city to shoot it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we're trying to do three episodes in total by ourselves. But the 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 breaking apart thing is just people don't watch yeah. stuff no more. So you gotta like make it short. You gotta like all right, here's a little piece of it, and it'll exactly. make them go like, oh wow, I want to watch more. Mm-hmm. So then it's like all right, then there's the second piece, okay, and then you watch it all the way through. Yeah, you know. So that's really what that was. For those of you who haven't seen it, the, the first episode, the, the I guess the main storyline is Kev fucks up. <laughs> uh, he spills some drugs that he shouldn't have spilled because it's going to cost him a lot of money. And then there's like backstories and other interchangeable stories that are also happening at the same time that also, like they all make one big story. And there's five yeah. episodes, right? Five parts, yeah. Five, five parts for the first episode. They all like two minutes. So you could go watch it. You know, should go watch it. It's a young Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> Who directed those? Um, it's a collaborative effort. Okay. Yeah. Me, Dan, and then Nadia that holds the camera. She's really good. <laughs> holds the camera. She's really she holds good. it like we tell her to hold it. God her. bless Nadia Bessanova. <laughs> hey. She's really good. If you need someone to hold a camera and you're in New York, 
She'll do it. Cam, <laughs> <laughs> so like you got something yeah, to say there? Nice. Nah, she's just nice, man. It's just like it's just it's just one of them things where you can't plan that shit out. Where yeah. You just kind of go somewhere and then you just meet a Russian girl <laughs> that fucking is awesome at cinematography. And yeah. she's like, "I love you, uh, your stuff. I believe in you." It's like, damn, you from Moscow, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you from Moscow? I'm from Houston. I bet. We let's supposed l- to meet. Let's like, yeah, <laughs> this is, they didn't want this to happen. They didn't want this to yeah, happen. So That's why you gotta stay away from they. Like DJ Khaled said, stay away from they. Yeah, it's love, man. <laughs> uh oh, Kevin, I see you, bro. You got it. Get it. Nah, I'm get all right. it. It's just as long as it just doesn't get in your beer. Well, shit. I heard, and by I heard, I mean I saw it on your Instagram, <laughs> that you were once confused for Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh, nah. Or is it the, what happened there? Nah, I get confused more for, who do I get confused for? People have been calling me Tory Lanez a lot lately. Oh, shit. Which is annoying. Yeah. I probably gotta take my hat off. Not Tory Lanez. Oh shit, it's Tory Lanez. (laughs) Glasses. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, Tory Lanez. I've been calling me Tory Lanez lately. You should just. And I used to hate that shit, but then I was just like, all right, whatever. Um, when I was still in Houston at times, and I didn't have my glasses. Yeah. You Chris Rock. I um, see Tory Lane. I don't see Chris Rock. That's just, just that's just that was always like white people and drunk Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Kevin Hart thing that was just that was that was my friend. Yeah, that was my friend. He does comedy too. Yeah, yeah, Reggie, and he just he just because I wasn't around. He was just like, what? oh, ISO around? No, nigga, Kevin Hart. Why the fuck? Why are we talking about ISO? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking great. I cracked up on that one. Just like, yeah. Why the fuck would I be talking about Kevin Iso? Why would I be alerting you that Kevin Iso is at the fucking comedy club? Now, this is a story that I've told many a times, and I know you can back me up on this. Riff Raff used to fucking co- yeah. uh, referee high school basketball. Nowadays, people are like very uh, Pixar didn't happen. Nah, bro, it happened. No, nah, that, that shit, shit happened. happened, man. That shit fucking happened. How because did he look? He just looked like Riff yeah. Raff, but skinnier. But With he just braids. looked just like Riff Raff. Yeah, he was just like some crazy white dude in a referee fucking shirt. Right, that's and great. you were just like, who the fuck is this dude? I didn't know who he was. Yeah. I didn't know who he was, but no, um, my, my my teammate did. He was like, that's Riff Raff off the yeah. MTV thing. And I'm like, who the fuck is Riff Raff? Yeah, the G's and Jones. I don't watch that shit. Yeah. And so when we got back out there, I was just more looking at him. I was like, I can see you on MTV. Yeah. But yeah, he used to, he used to, but <laughs> he used to not even like, he, he, he was a terrible referee. I don't know how he got that job, but he was just <laughs> awful. Because referees, you're supposed to blow the whistle and be like, that's travel. Da, 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 da. No foul. This nigga just yell it. He's like, yo, that's traveling right there. <laughs> you travel, you travel it, and like then blow the whistle. Like, it's a pickup game. <laughs> yo, move and pick. Yo, you not, you can't do it. That's illegal. The free that's illegal. <laughs> Where the ref at? That's illegal. <laughs> you the ref. Riff raff. <laughs> You're the referee, but so now, yeah. Now it's solidified. Now people know I'm not just yeah, lying about yeah, this, bro. Yeah, yeah. Ref one of our games. <laughs> only one, though. I only seen him at once. Yeah. So I don't know. That man might not want that story out there, but yo, man, I was in high school and you was it the happened. referee, bro. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> I can 
could see him running with that though and making a whole sketch out of it. Just that can't shit see him was hilarious. It's, it's very in his wheelhouse to run with something yeah, that like that. That shit was fucking hilarious. Yo, that's traveling. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking t- with the tattoos and everything. Though. That's the thing. Ref, man. <laughs> He had already bet on MTV. He was texting during the whole first half. That's so tired. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Who would you say? The first ref from Crocs. Oh, oh shit. I didn't see a ref right. Crocs. Nah. I can't confirm that one. What was your question? What was my question? Yeah. Who would you say your influence or who influenced you to do comedy? A lot of people. It's not it's not only one. It's a lot of people. Um, like, <laughs> nah, it's just, it's just, it goes like, cause you start thinking when you, like, I don't know. It depends on what the question is. Like, who influenced me to just get on stage? Which comedians influenced you to do comedy? Or when I started doing comedy and I started realizing what comedy actually was, and it was just like. Oh, who everybody's influencing me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because when you start doing comedy, at least for me, it was just like that little slew of comedians that you enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You go Chappelle, Rock, Patrice, Bill Burr, uh, fucking who, who everybody in that line. Lil Rel was in there, D Ray, yeah. uh, Corey, a lot of the Chicago cats, and then a lot of the West Coast cats, and it's just like all right, whatever was on World Star Hip Hop that day or yeah. whatever was in your face. And then you start doing it and then you start like realizing what comedy actually is and like people that go as far as like storytelling and you like look at the Colin Quinns and you look at the uh Pat Oswalt's and you mm-hmm. look at you start looking at other stuff. You go back and you look at Woody Allen and even watching like O S N L episodes where you see you know, Ackroyd and fucking Bill Murray and everything, and it's just like, oh, you, your, your, your mind kind of opens up, and you're like, that's why this person's famous, you know? Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> before he wasn't just right, right time, right place. Like, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. It's like, oh, this person was actually like, so it, 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 it it's, it's a bunch of people, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's hard. I even was going back a, a while ago and watching like old Ellen stuff. Because I was just like I was watching her show. And I was like, "Damn, I like Ellen." And I know girls in New York right now that are like that would be on that path. That's just like very likable. They're very funny too. But like, I I just watch them and I'm drawn in the same way I'm drawn in when I'm watching Ellen and shit. Yeah. So I went back and watched her old stand up and stuff like that. So it's it's, it's a bunch of people, man. So, uh, long answer short, the Golden Girls are the ones. (laughs) (laughs) They were pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah, Golden Girls. If you had to pick which Golden Girl you want, Um, it's a toss up between Blanche and and, I knew it was Blanche. I just love that you're giving me a real answer. And Dorothy (laughs) Spornak. Which one was the mom? Who was the mom again? That was. No, that wasn't Dorothy. Dorothy wasn't the mom. Who's the mom? See, this is why we need a fact checker again. <sighs> just for our questions like that. I feel like we used all to have information a, we used to have a little Mexican you. sitting in the corner of the room, seen but not heard, and he just looked shit up for us. Oh, he but was heard every now and then. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was exaggerating. Yeah, he, was, he was heard all the time, actually. Shit, the first episode, he pretty much tore the camera down. Y'all had a chewy. <laughs> yes, we nice. had a fucking chewy. <laughs> what happened to him? He got a real job. <laughs> he couldn't keep working for beer. <laughs> he got taller and just didn't make any more sense. Now it looks more like we had like a worker. I'm here for beer. Hey, you want you want the same one? Or you want that one? 
I'm gonna try something else. There Boom. we go. Shit, save it, because we're gonna get into a game. Uh, I, I talked to your brother, and he gave me some good answers. I don't know if he told you about this one. Nope. But I asked him four questions. One second. I asked him four questions. You see how that guy's face? Beautiful. Okay. And. <laughs> oh, the smoke's rising off of it? They're all about him. Mm-hmm. Things that you should know as a brother. Mm. So, what I want to do is if you get them wrong, you drink. If you get them right, I'll drink. All right. I'll cool. try to get them wrong. All right. Oh, I don't, I don't really love my brother. I, I don't pay attention to his shit. I don't know. Kind of Tell Mike. Yeah. What was Mike's favorite cartoon growing up? <laughs> the first you one. You gotta take a guess. Is it Dragon Ball? I'll give you the answer. Because it was Dragon Ball Z. Oh, alright. Both out there. I mean, and I'm. I, you, it's very history that I don't watch any of that shit. So, wait, is that's Dragon very, Ball and Dragon Ball Z different? Yes. Yeah, they are. Dragon but that's, Ball. A, it was, that's a very politically correct answer from Michael. <laughs> you could have went obscure. You could have said Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You could have yeah. you could have done something fancy in there. You could have said Digimon. Digimon. <laughs> right. Dragon Ball Z. It probably is. yeah. We always used to watch that. All right, here's another one. What was one of the biggest things that Mike helped you out with growing up? Nothing. Oh, hey. this nigga was an asshole. And that's kind of the answer. I feel like that plays into the answer. But. He said his comedy. He said, I told him he wasn't funny. And so he became funny. <laughs> Started killing it every day since. Yeah, that nigga's an asshole. <laughs> I, stopped, I stopped looking at him for help. That's, re- that's really what it was. <laughs> yeah, you got to drink on that one. Stop. <laughs> you, you, you were right, but you were not right. So I'm going to save the best one for last. But here's a good one. What was Mike's guilty pleasure songs? I don't know. You gotta take a guess, man. Freak a leak. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who's I don't know. That's what he gave me two of them, and that was one of them. Really? Yeah, that was one of them. Jeez. So I think uh, you do know. Tip Drill, the other one? Tip Drill was the other one. Bro, that's that his name the nastiest songs. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think deep down in there, you just love your brother and you mm-hmm. know everything about him. Nah, because like I just remember that. Remember Freakly came on on BT and Esther Baxter was in that <laughs> little blue bikini and that hey. shit was like the baddest chick you had ever seen in your life up to that point. And then you found out Joe Budden was dating her and he was like, mm. <laughs> now, <laughs> you know, but then the L.C. But then the Tindrill video came out. Do y'all see Joe Budden now? Like, yeah. He looks angry all the time. Like, he literally looks like he's about to burst out with like fumes every time I see him. I think like, it's a character. I think he doesn't sleep. <laughs> Ever. I think he draws on his eyebrows. But I also think he's a character. Like, yeah, it's like LeVar Ball or Stephen A. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, that's actually a good uh, Stephen A one because, like, my brother and I were watching First Take, and then my mom was in the other room. She goes, y'all like him? He sounds like an asshole. And we are like, that's kind of what he plays here on this mm-hmm. show. Like, if you watch yeah. him anywhere else, mm-hmm. it's a much, it's that same guy, but mm-hmm. like way turned down. Right, right, right. Not so like forward with everything he right. said. One time for Stephen A's mama, I think she oh, passed yeah, away. Pass away. Yeah. R.I.P. Stephen A's mama. I did not know that. God bless the dead. <laughs> I know my mother. Oh, How I, I grew up with her. The Stephen A. The Stephen right. A. Defense. I like how he, he clearly said, I, I don't know. He got both of them right. He didn't even take another guess. But I got one more for you. And he said that you wouldn't get this one right. Okay. What was the biggest don't tell mom and dad moment? Hmm. What was his biggest 
don't tell mom and dad moment. His biggest. He don't said that know. he might not have even told you. That's how big it is. Really. <laughs> but we'll see. Hmm. It had to be. Uh oh. Well, see, this is what's <laughs> this is what's this is what's crazy because I want to know what's bigger than this. Okay. So when we was like. <laughs> 14, 15, he bust my head open oh, shit. with the phone. <laughs> Damn. And there was blood everywhere. And like, I couldn't get a haircut around this spot for like three or four months. Mm-hmm. And it was a don't tell, I'm sorry. Da, da, da. Like, yeah. my head, I remember so putting my hand parents? on my head. I, I didn't tell them. Mm-hmm. I just remember putting my hand on my head. We patched it up before they got home. And there was just blood all in my hand. He must like hit like a artery or vein or something. I don't know. I'm not a medical. He fucked you up nice. And it was it was definitely it didn't even hurt, but it was just so much blood. I remember crying. Yeah. And my that I've I, to this day I don't think I've bled that much. <laughs> Damn. So Is that's not it. We didn't tell. <laughs> so now. So what's bigger than that? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. You got a drink. He said he stole a Gucci purse from your mom that bullshit. and gave it to a girl. <laughs> and my fucking Nintendo DS game was in that joint. I remember that shit. Yeah, he gave that shit to. I'm not gonna say no names. <laughs> say some names. That's not even. That's not even a she real thing. She wasn't worth no Nintendo DS game. So Maybe he did tell you about that. Was I remember that? that yeah. To me, that's not even a real. It's because you, you, your it's head didn't like, get busted in that situation. Yeah, <laughs> that was not even a real thing. Like, damn, Mike, you kind of let him down there. It's funny you talk to Mike. He's like, I don't even remember busting your head open. Yeah, right. <laughs> some I shit. did that. Yeah, <laughs> you sure that was me? I was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> which month? Because I did, I did Wait, that which a lot. Time did I yeah, your head I did that shit a lot. <laughs> Mike sounds like every older brother. Like in shit, I was an older mm, brother. Fucking I was the, I was the youngest of the family, so I got all the head busts. Mm. See, I never did that to my. I got two younger brothers. Yeah, and I ain't treat them. I treat them good. Just because Mike ain't shit. <laughs> well, that's, this is where me and Mike have some things in common. One, yeah, I, I did bust my brother's head open one time, told him not to tell my mom. He did. Yeah. That's the difference between you and my brother. And I also stole a purse from my mom and gave it to a chick. So. What kind of What's shit? Up? Yeah, What's dude. up with you sucker motherfuckers stealing purses <laughs> and giving them to girls? It was, yo, 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 it was a bad influence, For bro. what? For some head? You taking a purse... Early, you a young early, head? Early it's not trick. Even that great. She putting her you head. don't know that when you're young, though. Ask Richard. You don't, but still, a whole <laughs> purse? Nah, chick. I took everything nah, out the purse. man. You Plus, got like, it. Damn, how many purses did your you got mom's it twisted? Had that you thought you could just take it. And not See, it's a out. difference if you steal a purse today and give it to her. Yeah, I'm a grown ass man. She knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she knows what she's doing too. <laughs> she might earn that purse. She might earn the purse. Back then, there was no way a 15, 16 year old girl could earn a Bro, Gucci they, purse. They hardly earned like James Avery little trinkets back then. Right. Hey. <laughs> Come on. Well, the purse was fake. Anyway. I'm not proud of it, and I never, and I never <laughs> told my mom that. So. <laughs> so if she actually does watch this to hear all the bad things I say, that's definitely one. She's not about to sit through uh, 35 minutes of, of me <laughs> to get to that. People love you, bro. <laughs> the people love you. Shit, we're talking about your family. How much does your family influence your comedy? I'm just now starting to let them influence it. I don't know. I don't even know. 
I get it's, I don't I don't really think about it that much because I don't try to I don't ever really try to go up with family humor, man. I never did, and that's probably why I ain't really get on yet. <laughs> not I'm not hitting that. Yeah, I'm over here trying to talk about some abstract stuff and you know just kind of going on on what what's really going on in the world. But um, I'm starting to scale back a little bit now more mm-hmm. and just kind of like let me tell some stories that have happened um so it's it's getting there you know i just never wanted to be that that like you you watch a comedian because i'm nigerian we all nigerian my family but you watch a comedian that's african yeah and it's like it's 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 uh like slapstick it's almost like it's like some Benny Hill, Charlie Chaplin shit where it's like motherfuckers is just making a, a it's not even a strong joke. It's just like, hey, African and yeah, tongue yeah. click and, and all this the, crazy. I'm going to do the voice and then da 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 And to me, like, as soon as I got in the game, I was like, I never want to do that shit. Yeah. Like early on I was like I never want to do that shit And I think that shit Derailed me from actually Even telling what my story was At all mm-hmm. And then so like Recently I was just like Sitting around I was like man Let me at least like Try to Cause I'm gonna have to do the accent yeah. Cause the accent is a part of The story The story Yeah But um, I just want to do it in a way That's like authentic to me yeah. And it ain't really like On some You know My f- People like that shit though. It's crazy. People love it, but I hate it as like because yeah. knowing where I, who I am and where I come from, I'm like, man, come on, bro. That shit ain't even really all that. Like yeah. you, you overdoing it for the for the laugh. Shucking and driving. Shucking and driving. Like, they don't overdo it, but then they just sound like everybody else. Like yeah. you could you could easily like swap that out for like an Asian. Whenever I thought I wanted to do stand up, the, the one thing I, I never wanted to do is be like George Lopez. Like every other fucking thing is, yeah. is so. And it's not nothing wrong with George Lopez, but at but, the same time, he does run that same like line of like yeah, almost but, everything he says is kind of like. <laughs> Oh, because I'm, oh, right. I'm Mexican. Because I'm Mexican. Because I'm Mexican. Yeah, <laughs> I I used to love watching the George Lopez show, yeah, man, yeah. on Nick at Night. I used to love sitting around like watching back that. Back then, as a kid, I wanted to fuck the daughter. Oh yeah, she was cute. And I wonder what she's up to. Yeah, they're all fun. They were very cute, but <laughs> I, it was funny to me too. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was funny too. I don't even remember. Yeah. Right, after, right after he jacked off, he started laughing. <laughs> for all those people listening, for all the right reasons, I was done. This is this is hilarious now. <laughs> it's like when you jerk off and then you're just like, well, I don't want to text any of these bitches. Uh, <laughs> nah, George Lopez is so nervous, but I just reasons. I just think that like if something's already been done, then why would I just backdoor and try to become a replica? I'm a 2017 version of dude you already seen in 2005. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to be myself. I want to. I want to say, and I mean, it's it's just a lot more like uh, speed bumps. Yeah, but know, it's worth it creating your own voice. Yeah, hopefully. I don't know yet. We're going to find out. We're going to talk to Kevin two years and he's going to be doing a Nigerian out. accent the whole time. <laughs> he's going to come in here in the whole, like, the whole hey. get of everything. Yo, so I really embrace the fuck out of it. 
apologize. I apologize to all my Nigerian <laughs> brothers and sisters. <laughs> I kind of don't give up. Oh, this is the this is the part for me. <laughs> now nah, African comic. Uh-huh. <laughs> top to bottom, bottom to top. I'm gonna do this. Ass there you go. <laughs> Well, shit, brother. I know you want to get out and watch this game. Yeah, I do. Uh, where can the people find you? Have a show tomorrow, right? Yeah, I don't even know where that shit is at. Do you know, comedy sports, comedy sports, comedy club. sports club. And I'm gonna be at um, Secret Group at like nine, and then at the comedy sports thing at ten. Um, Kevin Iso on Twitter, Kevin Iso Propanol on <laughs> uh, for Instagram. <laughs> um, you probably won't see my face on any of them things. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. You don't like your face, man? Nah, that's not it. I just... I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't... I don't know. It's just always... I've always been anti-social media even before I started doing comedy. Mm-hmm. And then when I started doing it, it was still like, eh, I don't really want to fucking do this it, shit. Man. I know. You gotta put your face on it, man. I know. In due time. <laughs> that shit's hard to do, though, when you don't want to. Like, yeah. like just putting shit up, like, yeah. Cause then it almost, and I like when I hate social media too. So then I'm like, I feel like I'm just forcing this, like, yeah. just to be out there. I've been trying to like just scale back and be like, let me remove like ego and pride from this and just post and like put Do it away. Shit. Yeah. yeah, but I I did the show at Avant last week or yeah, it was last week. yeah, last week, and I remember I was telling people to come up inside the showroom. And this dude was like, yeah, I was going to go see the comedy show. There's this guy, he, he used to live down here, but now he lives in New York. His name is like Kevin Iso. And I was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> he was like, oh, all right. Okay, we'll be up there. Did anyone ever tell you you look like Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go, how was the show at Avant Garden, though? You had a good time? It was good, man. Yeah, yeah it was packed. The crowd was good? Yeah, it was packed. Y'all didn't show up. I, we were doing a podcast. I was about to say, oh. we we're here. <laughs> we do this every Thursday. So, like, you went on, like, at 9, right? I went, no, I ended up on, like, 10 30. Oh, shit. Yeah, we could have went. Yeah. We started late that, that Thursday. I, I noticed, know like, like our intent is to be at everything we can with people that have been on the show or will be on the show. And Thanks. then. Shit, we're already like. I wanted to go to the Wavy Wednesday. This group called Milky Wave. It's like a collective of artists in the city, mm. and they do it once a month. And of course, it just happened to fall on the concert we were gonna be at as well. Yeah. And so it's like, we need more people. All right, Cavaliers, Warriors. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, before we head out, we got oh, a live podcast no, at Bloomfest. We'll have a booth as well. That's at Walters Downtown, uh, June thirteenth. Shit, it's June. It's June first, huh? It is June first. Woo. 12 days motherfucker uh, we'll pop up at Axelrad uh, on the 18th of June as well we'll be at the Peanut and Ray Smith show we'll have a booth on the 1st of July or July that's how some people say it July I don't really get where that uh, whatchamacallit accent comes from we're giving away tickets to the St. Arnold 23rd anniversary party headlined by Bum B we're giving away a pair of tickets so you can bring someone with you well hold on no we're not oh we're giving away a pair alright Two tickets. Oh, okay. So we're giving away two tickets. Well, shit. Try to win it then. <laughs> yeah. You and your significant other should really try to win it. Tag that person. There you go. Have them tag two people and then they tag two people. It's Boom. a fucking cycle. We didn't have a beer guest. Only thing I wanted to mention, June 5th through June 10th, uh, Brash, St. Arnold, Lone Pint, B-52, Southern Star, and Eureka Heights. There you go. You always forget Eureka. You know, they're like always, our best friends. <laughs> yeah. Always. Uh, or they're all doing like an anniversary uh 
replica of certain St. Arnold beers. It's going to be a dope-ass event. Go to any of their Facebook, Instagrams to find out where they're going to be at. And www.southsidecollection.com for all our shit. Hats, shirts. We got the pre-order. When does when those shirts come out? Those, those ones for pre-order. They come out tomorrow. God damn. God damn. Kevin Iso on Twitter. Kevin, Kevin Iso. Iso. Sean Camp episode. Propanol. Sean Camp episode 40. We're going to be back to make episode 80. Uh, who is that? Shit, some center. Mark. <laughs> Sean, yeah, Bra- Sean Kip episode 40, Sean Bradley episode 80. Let's there do it. Untouchable reps, underrated, overhated. Fuck on mama jet. Life on the set, nigga, live and direct. Like an intercept, hold your progress. I don't celebrate that touchdown yet. You soft as a nightgown clown, I see that right now. I'm cold, I'm froze, like you should've wrapped them pipes. I'm cold, I'm froze, like put some coats on them cheering before you let them outside. Getting strong off that green spinach, bitch. Pop, pop. Got me lazy in my long sleeve Tie-dye whipping the Mercedes AMG 96, too dope 600 alloy wheels on it yeah. Introduce me to your best bitch, homie Eyes can't hide her desire She on me Hard on fire for Mr. Frosty Oh, no Came up in the world